Hey y'all, how are you not showing up authentically? How are you not showing up as the full version of you? The way that God designed you to be, the way that God designed you to talk, to live, to show up. In which ways are you shrinking? For me, I had to realize as I reflected um, that I lost my voice. Um, I lost my voice along the road. And not only did I lose my voice, I shrunk. I dimmed my light to make other people feel comfortable. Um, And as I thought about it in preparation to this episode, I realized that it started earlier than I thought. As I really, you know, looked within and looked back over my life. I realized that it started in kindergarten, that the enemy was after my voice early, really early. I remember my first encounter with shrinking was, um, like I said, in kindergarten. Um, My mom sent me to school dressed well often. And I remember I came to school with another new outfit. (sighs) And I remember the girls in my class were really mean to me. They didn't want to play with me. And... um, They kept telling me that I think I'm all that. And that was truly not what I thought. That's truly not what I felt. And I really was confused. I didn't know what they meant. So instead of keeping on my outfit, you know how they, your parents send you to school with um, a change of clothes just in case you have an accident. I went to my cubby, got that plastic bag full of just play clothes, went in the restroom and changed. And once I came back out, the girls were nice to me. They played with me. And I remember when my mom came to pick me up, she's like, what happened to your clothes? Did you have an accident? And I was like, no, the girls were mean to me today. They told me that I think I'm all that. You know, being a kid, I didn't realize that (laughs) it actually wasn't okay. And my mom was not feeling it. This was the first time um, I really remember her, like, instilling, like, confidence in me. Like, I'm sure she did it before, but... That was the first time, and she just affirmed me and told me that, you know what, you are all that. You can think highly of yourself, and I know you weren't that day. I know you didn't go to school, you know, trying to, it wasn't flaunting. You were just being you, and people are not going to like that all the time. And next time, tell them you are all that and a bag of chips. (laughs) But, um... I just remember shrinking and I remember that was the first instance and I just realized how much the enemy was after my confidence um, from a very young age in middle school. Girls didn't like the fact that I was confident. Um, High school, people didn't like the fact that I was confident and it wasn't even arrogance. I just always knew who I was. I knew who I was and I knew what I did and what I didn't do. I knew what I was there for and what I wasn't there for. I knew what I was down for and what I wasn't down for. Um, And like after I reflect and think, I realized that, you know, I allowed other people's um, opinions and judgments of who I was um, caused me to shrink back and not be everything that I am called to be. Because I didn't want to be perceived as stuck up and I didn't want to be perceived as, you know, too much. <laughs> and I realized I was never too much. People just were, weren't used to a young girl being confident and it disturbed something within them. And I lost my voice. So which ways are you not showing up authentically? And which ways are you walking in false humility? Today, I have my cousin, my beautiful cousin, Imani Hunter on the podcast. Imani is my girl, y'all. This is my bestie, cousin, everything. Um, She's (laughs) my little cousin, but she often pours into me um, in so many ways that, you know, I sometimes forget that she's a few years younger than me. I'm so grateful for her, and I'm so excited for you guys to gain a little bit of her. 
Imani. Hey, y'all. <laughs> How you doing today? I'm doing good. How you feeling? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. So, I did a little brief introduction, but I want you to tell people, who are you in your words? Who is Imani? Hey, everyone. So, I'm Imani, also known as Purposely Transforming, which just means that I'm living intentionally. Um, I like to say that, or start with, that I'm a daughter. Um, I've learned that no matter what roles and positions that I have, I'm a daughter, right? I'm a daughter of God. He's my father. And it just helps me to have peace when I'm introducing myself because I'd be so like, what do I say? Who am I? Um, So I'm a daughter. I am a leader. I am a speaker. I am also a podcaster. Um, And yeah, that's some of the things that I do. Yes. Did you add that you are just an anointed and powerful singer also? I don't think you said a singer. I don't. I forgot. Okay. I'm a worship leader and I do sing. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Can't leave that out. So Imani. What um, aspect of introducing yourself do you feel like makes you struggle? Like, because, you know, you know everything you do. You know who you are. Why do you think you, you know, struggle with introducing yourself sometimes? I think introducing myself, I deal with false humility. And um, so I struggle with, like, what do I say that I do without trying to, like, I don't know, feel like I'm trying to show off type of thing. And I'm learning to kind of not overthink it. So saying I'm a daughter, saying I'm a leader, it really does summarize everything that I do. I'm okay Mm -hmm. with identifying myself as that. Um, And just overall, like to go right into a conversation, you know, just learning Mm -hmm. to embrace all that I am. I think it's something Mm -hmm. that we all are still working towards. Like, um, just brace. I, I like to say like embracing all of my hats. Um, Mm -hmm. and not just the one that fits and is cute or is comfortable. And that's kind of actually the season I'm in right now is just like really embracing all that God says that I am, even the things that are uncomfortable to step into or, you know, walk out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? So yeah, like to start, I didn't really see myself as an entrepreneur, but like in this time of my life, um, and stepping out and doing things like with merch and just things that God has given me to do, I'm like, I think I'm an entrepreneur. Like I think I am going to be having my own business and or expanding um things that God has already started in me. And so it's like, yeah, step into that, embrace that. Um, or even at work, like just learning how in every space that I'm in, God has me there for a reason and trying Mm -hmm. to really understand what that is and how to just boldly be that or just boldly be Imani in every space Mm -hmm. and not be comfortable um, with just being who I am in the spaces that are comfortable to me, you know? Um, It's just learning. Like I'm really learning Mm -hmm. how to be myself and what being myself and showing up in every space really looks like for me. Yeah, that's good. I feel like, um, you know, it's a everlasting journey. I feel yeah. like there's never a place of arrival. Like you're never going to be like, you know, I know everything I am. Like God right. is going to always just continuously reveal um, things to us and just allow us to just get to know ourselves deeper as we get to know him deeper. I feel like for myself also, like uh, relating to um how you said like you're stepping into realizing that you're entrepreneur and everything um I had struggled with that um initially as I stepped into it because number one you don't really have a blueprint right number two like especially with like when I became a makeup artist I'm like so many people are doing this like is there room for me but yes. then I had to recognize, like, if God calls you to something, if he, you know, puts it in front of you, it's intentional. And not to say if he puts it, you know, if you just find something in front of you that you're supposed to do it. But there's signs, there's yes. um, um, indications that he gives you that, you know, that this is the path he wants you to take. And um, I had to let go of myself in that, like, and then also not compare myself to other people um because you'll see other people doing it like okay am I as good as them or you know can I be as good as them and sometimes it's not about that and that's one thing I had to realize um with makeup for myself because when I first started I wasn't good (laughs) (laughs) so 
when I first started, if I like compared myself to the work of others or allow like other people's critiques or, you know, just perspective of what I was doing to stop me, um, I wouldn't have gotten to where I am now. So right. it's so important to just trust your process and believe that, you know, God's going to carry you through yeah. um, if he, you know, puts you in front of it. What are some practical things that you've done to know yourself and find your identity in God? I think first and foremost, the practical things I've done is really spend time with God, um, read my word, um, pray. Um, But also a more practical thing is I have learned to connect with people who know themselves. Like, I think that sometimes that can be intimidating to be around people who are so confident and so sure about themselves. But I learned that that is the best space to thrive in, because if people truly are um, and I'm talking about believers who are truly authentically walking and who God created themselves to be, um, they will want you to do the same. They're not going to try to make you be little versions of them. They are going to, you know, call things out of you that are who you truly are in God as well. And so I've learned that when I look back over my life, because that practical word is like, all right, let's take the spiritual aspect out of it. Hopefully you praying or reading your word. But mm-hmm. practically, like, do you have community? Like, do you have people around you that um, are where you want to be or or just have the confidence and have like that boldness um, to be who they know they are in God? Um, So that's a practical thing I've done. I've learned to look out and look around me and see like who's around me and who is able to give language to things that I don't have language for at that time in my life. That's and then therapy. I definitely have needed therapy because God uses them to undo lies in your mind. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's definitely a practical way that I've gotten to know God more and just who I am. Yeah. That's good. All of those are good. And I'm going to agree with every single one of those things. Um, I feel like for myself, community was so important um, as I started to step out and um, decide that I was going to live boldly and authentic, authentically, because um, if you don't have people who are cheering you on for just being who you are, in God, then it's kind of hard to to embrace that. Like, you're right. not only cheering you on because, you know, you need more than cheerleaders. You need people who are going to call you out when you are shrinking or challenge your thought processes. And I can say, like, that's one thing I'm super grateful for you for, because as I was journeying, journeying I can't even say it right, journeying back to, um, you know, just being everything that God called me to be. Like, I would just bring different ideas or different um, thoughts that I had within myself to you. And you would be like, okay, so why do you think this way? And you would challenge it with other questions that made me think deeper and dig deeper and just recognize like lies that I formed um, within my, my own mind through trauma or lies that I've embraced through other people's opinions that you sometimes don't recognize that you're yeah. doing. Sometimes, yeah. you know, it's um, subconsciously. Sometimes, you know, someone will say one thing and you think you let it roll off your back, but you actually allow that to manifest and um, grab hold onto your identity. So I agree. It's so important to have community that is not only, you know, rooting for you but holding you accountable and truly knows who they are yeah and I've I've also like going back to when you were talking about comparison I feel like comparison and fear don't be too far from each other um Mm -hmm. because I feel like um for myself personally it's fear initially in terms of even once somebody does pull back the layers or you're in this community or God even has given you that clarity and that vision fear comes along And then with fear comes those questions of comparison. Like, are you enough? Oh, you see them Mm -hmm. being successful at this. Could you be successful at it? Could you actually finish it? Because I know my biggest thing is the intimidation of finishing. Like starting, I'm like, oh oh, yeah, I'm about to start this next. I always Mm -hmm. tell you, Lord, I'm about to do something next. (laughs) So it's like, yeah, but are you going to finish it? And that's what fear tries to come and tell me is that, yeah, you're going to start, but you're not going to finish. You're not going to be successful. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, finding community is also finding people who believe that you can do it 
like finish it too. And so I love talking to you all the time. Like we are um, definitely visionaries and we're always able to kind of come back and be like, nah, you can do it. Like, and you need that. And then you do need the accountability of here's why you're not doing it or here's why Mm -hmm. you're not able to finish. And I always Mm -hmm. love bringing things to you because you're like, yeah, this is the thing. If like, if you just get this, you'll be fine. But you Mm -hmm. also affirm me at the same time. And I think you need that. I love that you brought up the need for, um accountability affirmation and correction like it's all important so yeah and you have to acknowledge that fear is there because I think that sometimes mm-hmm. we just try to act like oh no I'm gonna I, I can handle this like I know that'd be me mm-hmm. sometime I will over spiritualize myself into deeper confusion mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. realize like oh it's fear like let's just acknowledge mm-hmm. what it actually is that's a stumbling mm-hmm. block or a hindrance to me and like mm-hmm. you know is there fear is there to challenge the truth or like Amanda Williams would say she says fear is a liar it's mm-hmm. kind of like trying to figure out well what's the truth from the lies because I've mm-hmm. learned that I have the vision at first like and being my authentic self I get in that time with God I have that clarity and it's like all of a sudden every truth everything that was made clear like you said the enemy will come and just bring confusion to it and then you have to be like wait but what did I say again like what's the what is clear um and I'm learning to like acknowledge fear not act like it's not there but also realize that clearly fear also knows that some part of me knows the truth. That's what I've mm-hmm. learned about myself. I, some Somewhere in me knows I can do this. And somewhere mm-hmm. in me or God in me is telling me like I can do it. And I've learned to go with that feeling and uh, but also acknowledge that fear is there too. So that it doesn't yeah. continue to be like this confusing feeling. What was the biggest way that, you know, fear tried to stop you or... Um cause you to shrink and how did you um, overcome that yeah I think back in 2018 was a rough year for me in general um somebody had died that was close to me um and that year in the beginning of 2018 I had said that was my year of elevation and it was basically like you know, putting some things behind me and I'm ready to do a lot of the things I had been dreaming of. I was graduating from college. And so I had, once again, I had that vision. I really did. And then I got, you know, near the end or middle end of um, 2018 and life just hit me and I was in grief. I was grieving. And then a part of grieving, it was this identity crisis too, of like, well, what happens from here? Um, And I would say that what started what started in me was, was like, can you do this? Like, can you really do it? And I felt stuck. Like, even when I look back over 2018, I felt stuck in general. I felt like I had vision. I couldn't move. I couldn't Mm -hmm. make the decisions to do what God had told me. And I think getting through 2018 and going into 2019, it was like, God was in that process of, of really like, tearing down or un, um, helping me to go through the process of unlearning who I am not and also learning mm-hmm. exactly who I am. And I feel like, yeah, that's what it was for me is that fear showed up as uh, to make me stagnant and to make me question if God says X, Y, and Z, then, but you're X, Y, and Z right now. So how can mm-hmm. God, if God is saying this, but you're still this, you still think like this, you still do these mm-hmm. things. So how can God be saying these things about you? And I had to learn that God's truth stands over every like lie or thought I have about myself that a lot of the times it's like, I I love to say that self-awareness is the most important thing. And I always say that to know God is to know yourself. And so I had to just take a moment to say, God, like outside of singing, outside of all of this, I need you to show me who I am. And most importantly, I need to really know you for who you truly are. Like I have to have a real clear understanding of your voice, of how you communicate to me. And that's the deep journey I went into from 2018 is like this real intimate or more intimate and close relationship with God um that silenced fear for me and literally Mm -hmm. like 2019 was like such a shift it was like whatever those lies were God like cleared it from my heart and from my mind and I had this boldness and confidence that I thought I I thought I could have but I Mm -hmm. never felt it Mm -hmm. and it was just like like I could scream Mm -hmm. on this mic but like yeah God he'll Mm -hmm. like he'll clear it he'll clear up things for you Yeah, that's so good. And as you was talking, I feel like although like situations that we've experienced were different, I feel like they each were like we both experienced 
heartbreaks or um, grief to an extent that caused it to also be a catalyst into purpose. Yeah. And um, it's just amazing how, you know, God will allow things if we also allow it, because had we both been um, in a state of just, whoa, it's me or like, you know, life is over. There's nothing good to come and not have decided that we were going to see, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel and search for, you know, what God has for us next. We wouldn't have got there. And I think that's beautiful because um, just the idea of knowing that a season of darkness for so many um, can cause them to really fully and intentionally walk out purpose because, yeah. you know, even for myself, it was, it was similar, like just grief caused me to really reflect and decide, like, I'm going to get to know me and God a little deeper. And with doing that came a, a, a also a decision because it's like, I'm going to take my life back. Like I'm going to, um, allow God to dictate what the end is and yes. not this situation. Um, so it's just beautiful that, you know, sometimes, you know, dark seasons are the catalyst for, you know, a purpose and yeah. it's so much to come out of them. Yeah. And I think you also, in those seasons, you have to challenge what you believe. And mm -hmm. you can't like, I love what you were saying. Like you can't allow what you're in at that time to dictate what you're going to do, to dictate how you feel, to dictate even what you think. And I feel mm -hmm. like that can, that can be the aspect of what faith is, right? Faith is, I don't walk by what I see. I walk by my mm -hmm. faith. I walk by, you know, what God has shown me, what God has said mm -hmm. over me. And I think in those dark spaces, that's all you have is your faith. Yes, yes. <laughs> like that's <laughs> all I had is like, God, I believe that this is not where my life is going to end. Like, I don't believe mm -hmm. this is the end for me. Mm -hmm. And I yeah. also don't believe even the end that I see from this situation is no, it's going to be different mm -hmm. for me. Things mm -hmm. are not, things are going to be different. And you even have to yeah. say it until you see it. Like I had to Literally. say it myself. I didn't yeah. really have that much peace when this, uh, mm -hmm. when this, when this, uh, when my friend died, when he died, but I was telling myself like, God, I just thank you for peace. Even when mm -hmm. I didn't feel that because I knew yeah. that this present state would not last forever and you got to yeah. tell yourself that you have to challenge what do you believe right now like it's easy to yeah. sum up what you see but what do you believe like mm -hmm. it'll take you so much further in that process yeah. yeah and it's just it's a it's a amazing and it's beautiful because like it was really uh the whole trajectory of your life, I feel like shifted after that year. Like, I feel like you were already, you know, I feel like you were coasting. Like, I feel yeah. like you were, you were doing, you were doing well, you were serving. But I feel like after that and after that decision, like you just rocketed. Like, <laughs> I can't even put it to words because you just, it was like a full surrender and like you just, God used you like you summed he, it up yeah like and then it's it's amazing because you really stepping into everything you are and everything he created you to be it encouraged so many other people to do the same yeah. and not only that like you just shifted so many different people's life because there was times when I was in my dark season that I would turn on your podcast and I would receive a word that was right on time and I could have listened to it previously and it just hit different. But had you not recorded that, had I not had that, you know, at the time, because there were times where I just didn't feel like I could open my Bible. Yeah. And that was it for me. You know what I mean? That was the word I needed. So it's so much connected to um, us just being and embracing everything we are and everything, you know, he created us to be. So I love that. Yeah, I love how you summed it up that there was another level of surrender. And I think that that is what embracing yourself is. It's actually a surrender. It's actually like mm -hmm. letting go of the comfort of maybe who you currently are or, or how you felt you were or even what you thought you were supposed to be and saying, you know what, God, I'm all in. 
And I think mm-hmm. that's what that moment was for me. Like I'm all in, like, I'm not even going to ask you no more questions. Mm-hmm. I'm just surrendering because first of all, I don't even have no more questions. I, I just, I just don't want this. I don't want to feel like this. And I want right. what more you have for me. I don't even got no mm-hmm. questions. Let's just go. And I, I, yeah. I think that that's how you, you summed it up perfectly. You have to get to a place where you're really all in with God. And then also like just going back, I'm going back a lot though, because in the beginning, <laughs> like you, you mentioned this, but um, one thing I had to let go of is just having false humility, because to me, based off of like experiences that I've had with other people, I thought that me being humble was shrinking and making myself digestible for other people. And that was one thing you challenged me on. It was one of your purpose talks. And I think I mentioned this before, but we were talking about on humility. And I don't remember exactly what the question was or what the comment was, but it was basically saying like, if you're not showing up as yourself completely because of other people or to make other people feel good, then that's not humility. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I think I'm being humble sometimes because, you know, um, not speaking up or I'm not, you know, showing up completely. And that's not only false humility, but it's also me not being authentic and me not allowing God to completely show up in my life. Because anytime that someone has a problem with you being, I won't say anytime, but most times when people have an issue with you being everything that you are or speaking on everything that you are or just showing up as everything that you are, it's because it challenges something that's within them. It either um, makes them feel uncomfortable about where they are, which is sometimes a good thing because that's a something that'll allow them to maybe search for more and dig for more within themselves. Either it'll make them feel uncomfortable or it'll just bother their spirit to jealousy or whatever. But that's not our our burden to carry. We yeah. have to show up as the full versions of ourselves. And the sooner I embrace that, and I won't say it's an easy thing, especially when you've been, I feel like I started doing this in high school and you know people weren't comfortable with me showing up completely every day as me just just being me like sometimes you don't even realize like how just literally just being you is a lot for people and once I felt that it made me shift it made me shrink and um as I started to look back and reflect and recognize that I was able to make the changes necessary to make sure that I show up the way that is necessary to be everything that God called me to be. Um, yeah. But you, you mentioning that, I feel like that was also a, a huge thing for me with even stepping out on with this podcast, because my voice, I had to realize like my voice is powerful. Like it holds weight. God wants to use it and shrinking to make other people feel comfortable even with like as you um know before when we were younger like people thought that I shouldn't speak or I shouldn't you know do ministry because I didn't dress a certain way yeah or whatnot and I allowed that to make me stop but my style is my style. And I realized that um, me like being me and showing that you can be saved holy and God use you without having to wear a turtleneck and a skirt down to your ankles. (laughs) (laughs) It makes other people see themselves. And so like deciding that I was no longer going to shrink and I was going to show up the way that God um, has, you know, designed me to, cause he gave me my style for a reason. Yes. There were things I needed to tweak. Yes. I didn't have to, I, just, I decided that I, I, I won't even say I decided, I just had a conviction into certain things that I wore, but that comes with spending the time with him also. Like, yes. um, he'll give you the discernment about what you should and shouldn't wear, but that didn't change my style. Like, you know what I mean? Right. So like, yeah. 
Because your authentic self, I love what you said, um, like earlier in the conversation, like, well, actually during this conversation, like mm-hmm. a second ago, you were, <laughs> we were mad awkward. <laughs> but no, like a second ago, you basically were saying like our authentic self flows from the spirit of God. And the moment Mm -hmm. that we decide to shrink back is also in a way being dishonorable towards God. So like Mm -hmm. in me working on my false humility, which I like, we both, I'm still working on it. Cause in certain moments, you still have these moments where you overly think about what somebody's going to think or say, Mm -hmm. but I've learned that if this is the spirit of God flowing through me and my boldness and my goofiness, which people are Mm -hmm. so not aware of all the time at how goofy (laughs) I am. But I'm learning like all of that God wants to use because it's mm-hmm. how he created me to be. And mm-hmm. as you said, if there are some things that, you know, it's a little fleshy about me, meaning that the spirit isn't um, doing those things through me, he will convict me. He will bring correction to me. And I feel like that's what helps me to be bold. It helps me to be bold mm-hmm. because I've learned that, hold on, this is a way to actually obey the spirit of God who being mm-hmm. who you are is a part of living a life of obedience and yes. it's a part of being who God intended for you to be when he created you and I I had mm-hmm. I have to tell myself that all the time like the moment I want to be like you know or shrink back like you said I'm like hold on this is God like this is God through me this is God telling me to say this or telling me to show up and walk in here confidently and it may make other people uncomfortable but I want to leave that space knowing I did what God told me to do I want to leave that space knowing that I was exactly who God said that I am and Mm -hmm. that I was available to him yeah yes so actually you just brought me to uh, another question that I have so how have you used that awareness to you know show up boldly and walk out purpose and um yeah discover everything Um, that you're supposed to be okay yeah so as I went into like 2020 I feel like 2020 like for a lot of people it was a different experience for me it was yet again another level of like surrender and with my self-awareness is like comes more vision it comes more clarity of my purpose and I started just serving in ways that God told me to through my podcast through preaching through singing through speaking through even just being a better person like family member I would hope that God was working on like all of me and um yeah so I yeah, so I just started to with that self-awareness obviously you have more clarity and you just start executing whatever God tells you to do like and you don't question it you don't second guess yourself so next thing you know the dreams I had of doing YouTube and podcasting I started doing it walking it out um just like I said like even just being a a leader in every space like starting to realize like who I am at all times and that it's not just for a microphone moment you know because I sing so sometimes I'll just like okay God use me right quick to sing but I had to learn that God wants to use me at all times with who I am like with just who he created me to be and um yeah so the podcast came about the YouTube and overall I think like you said with the self-awareness and that boldness you start to walk out purpose without even realizing you're walking out purpose. Mm-hmm. And then God just starts to give you language and like define things. And now you go back to the intro where I'm like, Hey, I'm a leader. I'm a speaker. Mm-hmm. It's like a full circle moment where you might've already been functioning and doing those things. And God just gives you clarity that yes, this is your purpose. Yes, that's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I like how you said, that because I feel like so many of the things that I'm doing right now I've been doing for a very long time like um whether it was makeup whether it was um you know just being a good friend to people and uh, making people feel safe with talking to me and things like that but as I dig dug deeper and really just got to know myself and know God he really just started revealing to me that you know there's a reason you're a safe space for people. There's yeah. a reason why people come into your makeup chair and literally just start venting after not knowing you. There's a reason. And as I started to really reflect on everything and recognize, like, you know what? You're right, God. I'm going to embrace that. The, I feel like the easier it became to do that or be that because sometimes if you really don't know what you're supposed to do like I've there's been times where people come sit and talk, come talk to me and I honestly 
I feel the need to pray and I wouldn't because I'm like, I don't want them to think I'm weird. But now (laughs) (laughs) you start venting to me and the Holy Spirit tells me what to pray for. I'm going to ask you to pray, ask you if it's okay if I pray. And it's, it's been so rewarding and refreshing to just really be obedient and just have the awareness because had I not embraced the fact that that's one of the things that God wants me to do, I would just be letting opportunities, you know, fly by. And there's been times where I would leave feeling weighed down myself because I wasn't obedient in that because of fear of what people would think because I hadn't embraced who I was. So all of that is good. And I feel like this is so encouraging to somebody listening because I think that there's always that question of what's my purpose? What am I created to do? And sometimes like, just keep living, like just growing your relationship with God. And some of the things, like, I love what you said before we, sometimes even before you get saved, like when I think about myself as a little kid, I was always asking people very intrusive questions. Like, like God even took me back to when I was a kid. Like I've always asked questions as a kid that people were like, why are you asking me that? Or someone else would be like, you know, that's an adult question, stay in a child's place, you know? But God took me back to that. Like some of the ways we're wired and created, um, life just has a way of kind of, you know, shrinking back those things or, you know, covering up those things. And then as you get older, it's like God brings those things back to your remembrance or back to the surface that you were already in awareness, or I should say you were already living purposeful and doing things purposefully. And God had to give you clarity that that's your purpose, right? That this is why he created you. Mm -hmm. And so I just hope that this is encouraging somebody listening. Like, you might already be in purpose and God just has to give you clarity or sanctify it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's so many things that people do that, that could be used for the kingdom and they don't know mm-hmm. until they get saved and realize, Oh, this business was about me, right. Selfish ambition. Yeah. But now that I'm saved, God can use this. And I, I just yeah. hope that people realize that it's not as complicated as we make it. Yes. Yes. I had put a uh, box on my story for a few questions. So one of the questions that we received was, how do you learn, oh, sorry, let me go back. How do you have or learn confidence in new spaces? So the first thing I would do is figure out why am I there? Maybe identify problems in that space and your confidence can come from realizing that you're a solution, that you're, you know, you're in this new space because you have something to bring, you have something to add, Um, or just in general, like going to God, like even acknowledging, hey, God, I'm not confident. Can you give me confidence? And God giving you clarity for that opportunity or that space that you're in. And so I learned to allow my confidence to flow from his spirit yet again, like, Holy Spirit, flow through me. Show me why I'm here. Um, And also, once again, like, self-awareness is important so if you're not confident acknowledge that right go to God with that feeling so that he can um help you so that he can give you um so that he can give you the confidence and the clarity that you need to be confident in that space that's that's what I do because I'm not always confident in myself but once I kind of get into this agreement and this place with God that's it like I'm all in I pretty much can say the same thing so just recognizing that he placed me there for a reason and that if I'm in the room, I was called to the room and it's not by chance. You're not going to put me in this room and have me in here, you know, <laughs> looking crazy, but also the discernment, like, okay, is this a room where I, you know, am here to pour or am I here to receive? Yes. And that also gives me confidence because, okay, I'm here to receive. So I have confidence in, you know, showing up to receive. Like I know that, you know, I don't have to find some word out the air to, you know, provide because that's not my assignment here. So just um, being able to differentiate and recognize like, you know, what I'm here for. And sometimes that's not easy. Sometimes I don't know what I'm in the room for. Um, But I think that's where, you know, asking God for clarity comes from, comes in and um, not getting too beside myself and thinking that I have something to offer. Well, I do have something to offer everywhere, but that I have to offer it everywhere, if that makes sense. Yeah. You don't walk in a room like I know walk in a room like okay what am I here for you don't have to walk in every room saying I know like (laughs) that's pride next thing you know you're sitting there looking crazy (laughs) (laughs) 
Exactly. <laughs> All right, so we have another question. How do you navigate the transition of being your authentic self versus who you have conformed yourself to be for people? You have to peel back the layers, like start that unlearning process. Um, sometimes that unlearning process looks like healing. Um, you know, for me, I had to realize that some relationships that I was in really shifted my identity or caused me to question certain things about myself. And once I came out of those situations, then it's that moment to peel back the layers of that's not who I am. I only was doing that because of this type of connection. Um, and you just have to navigate it by acknowledging what's real, what's not real, who you are versus who you are not. And just doing that work. Like, I want to make that very clear. It's a work. It's not easy to go from this person that you've learned to be versus who God truly created you to be. It's a long mm -hmm. process that God has the patience to carry you through. And he's giving you the grace to go through. Um, Cause mm -hmm. I needed a lot of it. Cause yeah, you, you have to acknowledge that that's not who I am. I was doing yeah. that for X amount of time, but that's not who I am. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I got one more thing. And because mm -hmm. I'm very passionate about this, <laughs> you don't need to defend your authenticity. Like you don't have to go around overly explaining to people who you are. Just be who you are. Let them see the changes. Let them see what God has done within you and guard your heart. I think that's the biggest thing too is, yeah, be yourself, but also don't try to go back in certain spaces and prove yourself. Guard your heart. Allow God to introduce you to spaces who are willing to embrace the person that you truly are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also with being authentic, you're still going to go through a lot of changes and continue to grow. And so, you know, don't get too comfortable kind of going back full circle. Don't get too comfortable with certain hats that you wear and certain roles that you have because mm -hmm. your assignments change. Um, mm -hmm. Like right now, I have not done any new, any new podcast episodes. Um, I'm not going to say I'm done podcasting, but if I made my identity and all of who I am a podcaster, then imagine mm -hmm. how, how I would be right now and like how I would be feeling as a person. I would be feeling like, who am I? What do I have to offer? So with being authentic and with God allowing you or I'm sorry, showing you who you truly are, continue that journey with him and realize that new assignments and things are going to change. I'm not nobody's wife yet, but being a wife, right, is going to call me into a person that I'm not currently right now, right? It mm -hmm. doesn't mean that God didn't already predestine me to be a wife, but I have to wait until that time comes. And I think that sometimes we get into this place of like, yeah, this is just who I am. It's like, yeah, but you might change because your God mm -hmm. can reveal more to you and mature you. So with mm -hmm. being your authentic self, like get go back to that place of it's all flowing from the spirit of God. Whoever yes. God wants me to be is who I'll be. Yes, that's good. And I'm glad you mentioned that because um, I'm going to just share like one of the things I struggled with as I was, um, you know, just finding out who I was deeper and seeking God more was him telling me to take a step away from my hair care business. That was a struggle for me because for a good two years, you're that was all I did. That was all I knew other than being a mom. And that was another thing I put my identity into was being a mom and a wife. So you take God telling me to take a step away from the hair care to extent, you know, not put focus on that to everything else that I was facing. It was just like, okay, so who am I? Like, where, what am I supposed to do? Because hair care, the hair care line was everything I knew. And I felt like that's what so many people knew me as, like the girl that helps people with natural hair. <laughs> and since I wasn't um, walking in that, it's like, okay, so, you know, what am I supposed to be doing right now? And that was a huge um, stumbling block um, for me during this process of just realigning my life and, um, with God, because it's like a fight between me wanting to continue to place my identity in that and me wanting to embrace everything that God is telling me I am now. And recognizing that me placing my identity in just the hair care or just being a mom or just being a wife limits me so much, so much so to the point that you know, when I don't have it, what do I have? 
you know? Yeah. So that was one thing um, I'm glad you brought up because um, God showed me that he allowed me to, you know, experience that too, to just, I feel like know what it feels like. Um, I feel like that gave me an opportunity to know what it feels like and never want to experience that again. I was still going, but I feel like God has just called me to, put my focus in other places and not allow that to be a God for me. Yes. And we'll allow so many things to, you know, replace God or be a God to us that, you know, we aren't seeking him or we aren't allowing him to have his will within us, have his um, way within us. And that's one thing I ain't playing with no more. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm focused and um, I just want to do what God tells me and I want to embrace everything, everything he's called me to be. So if, you know, having a hair care line is one of the things, yes, Lord. If being a podcaster is one of the things, yes, Lord. If being a mentor is one of the things, yes, Lord. If being, you know, of course, being a mom is one, being a <laughs> wife is one. <laughs> but whatever it is, like, I just never, and I, I, I want everyone to, you know, take something from that. Um, God doesn't want us to make anything a God above him and it's so easy to do that and then our identity comes from him he created us and he he is our instruction manual he has our um you know playbook and if we are looking to other things to fulfill us or to give us purpose then we're playing a dangerous game because other things are temporary God is forever so if he takes that thing away from us then what are we left with Right. We're going to go back to him and then we have to do uh, a whole nother work within us that could have been avoided. Yeah. So yeah, that's no, one thing I. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, yeah. And that's just what. <laughs> yeah. And that's why your authentic self, it flows from him. And so you have to stay connected to him and you have to, to feed that relationship on a daily basis so that what you just said doesn't happen so that nothing can get in the way nothing can become an idol because you keep that connection with him strong mm-hmm. absolutely that's good <laughs> well cuz i just want to thank you girl for having this conversation with me um i'm pretty sure you know it's gonna bless someone i thank you for just always being yourself and you know covering me when I needed it, discipling me when I needed it, um, you know, loving me when I needed it, and just being a friend and a sister and a cuz, like, and a bestie, like, you just <laughs> everything you want. <laughs> you're my girl, and y'all, like, this is my heart, like, I really love my little cousin, like, for real, and I just want to thank you like y'all y'all don't get it it's my girl (laughs) thank you so much I'm so happy to have had the opportunity to come on here and talk to the courageous tribe and all the things I'm so proud of you I love you I remember when this was like an idea and so to see you doing it I'm just so proud of you I'm so happy for you and I'm excited for the more because this is this ain't it just like we was just saying like (laughs) God has so much more. So I'm just grateful. And I hope that everyone was encouraged and that, um, yeah, stay courageous and all the things and stay your authentic self. Period. <laughs> so, cause how can the people find you? Where can they find you? How can they um, listen to your podcast? Give them all the goods. Yes. Um. So the main place to go to find everything will be my website, www w.purposelytransforming.com also I'm mainly on Instagram for the most part and my Instagram uh, name is at Imani D. Hunter and then you can always find me at my podcast and different things it's purposely transforming so yeah I hope y'all connect with me yes you won't regret it this young lady is <laughs> I said long lady <laughs> 
This girl is so powerful. God really uses her. One thing I just love, I love to hear her preach because my cousin, God, you really know when the Holy Spirit takes over because she just transforms into a whole different person. Everything just changes. And it just blesses you. I just love it. I just love to experience in her, her worship. Oh, my Lord. Like the anointing on this girl. I don't know. I'm just going to sit here real quick and just big her up because God is using her. And not only is he using her, like she is just allowing him to, and it just deserves it because y'all, she'd be having me in tears. She could be singing the ABCs and I'm going to start crying. (laughs) Yeah, Y'all follow her. And if you have the opportunity, she posts like, um, events that she's going to be at, singing at, speaking at. So make sure y'all follow her and, you know, attend something because, you will not regret it. God will definitely bless you. Love y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. Love you too. See y'all, we both mad awkward. I'm going to leave this on here too. I'm going to leave all this on here. <laughs> this, Love is you guys. Us. this is us. This is us. <laughs> Hey y'all, I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope that something that was said challenged your thoughts, caused you to think of all the ways that you can show up to be more authentic. Um, If you haven't already, head over and follow Imani on her platforms and head to the website www.faithphelps.com and join the courageous tribe you'll be the first to know about podcast episode releases you'll be the first to know um, about events and meetups which i'm so excited about they're coming (laughs) i'm so excited be the first to know about the meetups bible studies and you'll receive weekly devotionals So head to the website, y'all. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. Please rate the podcast and tell a friend. All right. Follow me, y'all. Courageous Faith underscore on Instagram and at Courageous Faith Podcast. I will talk to y'all soon.